Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment Cooperative Extension Service. Kentucky Smiles offers listeners information on maintaining oral health, advancements in dental treatments, research, and more. Hello, and welcome to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Dawson, Director of Graduate Parodontology. Dr. Dawson, welcome today. Thank you, Dr. Hunter. Thank you so much for having me. So the title of today's podcast is The Head is Closer to the Heart Than You Think. And what we're really going to talk about today is how infections and inflammations in the mouth affect other parts of the body and can contribute to chronic and acute illness. I'm going to tell you that I just find fascinating how all the different parts of the body work together. So I'm looking forward to this conversation today. But I wanted to start by asking you if you could explain to us, so I gave the title of Director of Graduate Parodontology. Can you tell us a little bit more about the field of parodontology? Sure. Yes, thank you. Uh, parodontology really is looking at the tooth and the everything that supports and surrounds a tooth, so the bone and the gum that uh, helps hold the tooth in place. And so... Uh, we, we, we focus on trying to keep all the gums and teeth healthy, but the, the periodontology is really trying to look at that foundation and trying to deal with the gum disease that we see so much of both in Kentucky and around the nation. So it's really about the health of the gums and the bone that supports the teeth. Excellent. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit, kind of, and I assume this is about the the health of the gum, et cetera, but about this oral systemic linkage between the infections and inflammation in the mouth and other parts of the body. Sure. Yeah. Uh, For years, you know, a lot of folks probably thought that anything going on in the mouth was not related to anything else in the body. And, and we now know that's that's not true. And uh, even back in the early 2000s, uh, our, our former Surgeon General, Dr. David Satcher, even brought that up that the health of the mouth is closely relate, linked to overall health and well-being. So finally, that kind of recognized the importance of good oral health. And so when we're talking about the gums, we're really thinking about the bacteria that live down at and below the gum line, particularly below the gum line. And what happens is in gum disease or periodontic uh, issues is that the, the gums become inflamed if you don't keep things clean and healthy and get regular visits, then that can set up this challenge, this bacterial challenge, if you will, the plaque. And then the body tries to respond to it, much like if you get a cut on your hand or, or somewhere else, sets up a, an infection. But your body's really good at taking care of small cuts and, and things like that. Not so good in the mouth. And if that lingers and persists, then what happens is the body ramps up or over responds to those bacteria. And then that inflammation becomes a chronic problem that inflammation can set up a scenario where the bacteria can go to other parts of the body. And then that can be that linkage that we were talking about a little bit earlier, where it can set up shops somewhere else in the body and really 
aggravate an existing infection or set up a new type of infection somewhere else. So you mentioned a little bit about gum disease and plaque setting up. What causes the infection and inflammation within the mouth? Yeah, it's really that the, the presence, the actual bacteria being there, and we're still you know, researching, trying to study this even better. There's over 700 different species of bacteria in the mouth, and we know 25 to 30 of them are sort of the, the, the bad actors, if you will, when it comes to gum disease. But we're still learning more about how the good guys, if you will, the good bacteria and the bad bacteria deal with each other and how the body deals with them. So there's an interplay there. So we're still trying to learn a little bit more about that. However, what we know is when when that balance is out of whack, if you will, becomes not stable, then the body overreacts. And that inflammation then becomes a bigger problem. And that's when you start to lose gum around the teeth and bone around the teeth. You lose enough of that, the tooth becomes loose and you lose the teeth. Along the way, that's where we're talking about this sort of relationship to the rest of the body. Right. And so let's talk a little bit more about the relationship to the rest of the body. How does this inflammation in the mouth contribute to medical problems? Sure. The fact that an inflammation is going along unchecked or not controlled sets up a situation where you're getting a lot of uh, a lot an overload, if you will, of the not only the cells, but some of the body's defense systems that go into trying to fight that infection travel around the body. Okay. And so we know that inflammation then not only leads to the loss of gum and bone in the mouth, but it travels elsewhere in the body. And we've seen some studies where that can, in, for example, in, uh, may lead to preterm birth, uh, sort of ramps up the, the chemicals that tell the body to go into labor, for example. We've seen some linkages to cardiovascular disease, some forms of it, not all forms, and even some linkages perhaps to Alzheimer's disease. So it's that, you know, that ramping up of the infection, of course, but then that either the the bacteria are traveling through the body. And we've seen that there are bacteria from the mouth specifically in atherosclerotic plaques that can be found in vessels around the heart or in the heart itself. And we've seen those inflammatory markers, if you will, the mediators that help deal with the inflammation. Once they're ramped up, we've seen them travel to other parts of the body, okay? We can detect them in the bloodstream. So those two things acting together, if you will, or even separately, the bacteria moving around the body and the inflammatory inflammation, the inflammatory markers, if you will, basically setting up inflammation elsewhere in the body can aggravate something that's already there or create something. So I assume that once these medical problems start to manifest or get aggravated in other parts of the body, not only does that medical problem need to be addressed, but then also the, the inflammation within the mouth needs to be addressed. Is it common for a physician to work with a dentist to make certain that a person is getting comprehensive care to not only address the, the medical issue in the body, but also the medical issue in the mouth? Yes. And and thankfully, I think that's becoming a lot more common. It's something that's very important that uh, dentists and physicians work together, a cardiologist, endocrinologist, and so forth, that work to try to get the overall health, not just the mouth, but the rest of the body in tune so that we can basically have you know, better outcomes for, for treating everything. Diabetes is a perfect example. Uncontrolled diabetes will make it much harder to control the gum disease. 
or periodontitis. Uh, uncontrolled periodontitis will make it harder to control the diabetes. Now, it's not to say that it's a one-to-one relationship, that one exactly causes the other, but they, they play off each other. There's interlinkages between them. So that relationship there is, makes it all the more important for us to work together to bring these problems, diseases under control. So what can an individual do to prevent the, the infection and inflammation from actually happening? Sure. So uh, the easiest thing, one, is is to uh, have good oral hygiene uh, at home. Really, the battle is won or lost at home. So how they how folks take care of their teeth, the brushing, the flossing, all the instructions that the dentist or hygienist or periodontist give to the patient to try to help them uh, keep things healthy. And then number two, staying on a regular schedule um, to see the dentist and the hygienist or periodontist or other specialists to one, keep the teeth clean, keep everything clean. Number two, to monitor and see how the health of the gums are, to look for signs of infection or inflammation that's not under control, and to monitor everything. Much like you take care of a car, changing the oil, we all think of things that we have to do, regular maintenance, if you will. The mouth is no different. We have to have regular, steady maintenance for the mouth. And this is a 24-7 thing. The mouth is always being used, if you will. And the bacteria are always there. They don't take a holiday. Uh, So it's very important to stay on top of things. I love the analogy to regular maintenance for your car of just thinking of your your mouth as needing regular maintenance. So that's daily care as well as regular checkups. Dr. Dawson, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. Our goal is to provide you with knowledge to support your oral health needs. If you have suggestions for future topics, please message us on the UK College of Dentistry Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UKY Dentistry or visit our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu forward slash dentistry for more information.